yo, what up? It's your man, Jay White. First name, last name, Wealth Wednesdays after party with your boy, Jay White. You see who to my left? Probably your right, Gigi McGuire. What up, yo? Hey. You good? I'm great. You like my intro? I love that. Like, I'm trying to learn from, you know, the, the yeah. best in the game. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, I like that. Listen, first name, yo. last name. That's you feel me? Look, let's jump right into it. Okay. We don't got time to waste. The last dance. I'm going to call it last dance. I ain't going to call it the last dance. No, it dance. was the last dance. Okay, talk to but me yeah. about it. For people that's been under a rock that don't know, Okay. let's start there. Okay, starting yeah. with the last dance. You so the last dance, a lot of people hear the last dance and they think MJ. Okay, right? the Michael Jordan joint. Yeah, but in 2011, I retired from Magic City. Okay. And because I was just not your average stripper. Okay, talk that talk. I needed to really give a, a, a farewell that made sense. Okay. So um, it was actually management's idea that I couldn't just walk away. I had to leave the fans, the friends, the family with with a piece of me, okay. you know, before, to remember. Before, you, before the last dance happened, how long had you been in the game? In the game, 10 years at Magic City 6. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so management came up with the idea. Uh, yeah. I, I told them that it was my last night, and they were like, well, you can't just leave. Like, yeah. you know, you got to, let's have a party. You know, we have to commemorate this. Okay. So um, it took six months to prepare Ooh. i had choreography i had props i had celebrity drops i had celebrities in attendance um i had choreo and i had a choreographer it was like a whole production yeah, yeah. and um 28,028 minutes mm. is what i made mm. and um yeah and i took that money and became an entrepreneur okay I, I opened up a pole dance and fitness studio in atlanta okay um was so that always a a segue was that always a vision like yo, on this date I'm done no. and then I'm a woo, woo. No. okay. Talk my to me about that mindset. My boyfriend piece. at the time was over it. Okay, and was like, "Bitch, quit. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Come yeah. on, man. I'm, I'm out of here with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, for real. That's how. That's what happened. <laughs> and I was like, "Are you sure?" Yeah. And he was like, "I got a platinum MX that say you are right. <laughs> it came in the mail the next day, actually. Yeah, yeah. So when I stepped into Magic that Monday uh, to let them know that I quit, I already had that Platinum Amex in my wallet. Okay. And, it, and at that time, it didn't have a limit. All right. But anyway, um, so here we are, 2023. Yeah, yeah. So this happened in 2011. Well, wait, 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 wait. I don't want to fast forward too fast. Okay, okay. I want to bring everybody on the journey. Okay. Because you know my show is about how celebrities use their celebrity into entrepreneurship. Okay. So now... You got your pole dancing studio. Mm -hmm. Now, what was that like? Because you went from, you know, basically, you know, being on the stage and all of that. Now you're owning a studio. Mm -hmm. What's that transition, that mindset like? And then was it successful? Is it still successful? So um, it was successful. I ended up closing, but because I moved to New York. Okay. But the... It was mind-blowing. I Honestly, I don't have any formal education beyond high school I didn't even graduate Same. and Talk to me. you know the streets raised me mm -hmm. and I paid attention that's why you cool and 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 then I also have intelligence like I was never you know a dummy but Come, you got the common sense that part so um and and not for nothing I might not have like any type of formal educational degree but I have definitely a doctorate in strength yeah yeah and, and, and most women, the, the things that we see here and, and experience, most women don't even have it in them to stomach. Is it tough? Is it, is it like... It can it, be. Is you it have more to do, like a... You have to deal with competition. Yeah. You have to deal with frenemies. Yeah. 
You have to deal with rejection. Yeah. You have to deal with knowing how to approach and speak to and and hold the attention of men yeah. who have naked bodies all around them, left Everywhere. and right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You are you are essentially hustling for the same dollar that your best homegirl is hustling for. Mm. So how do we remain friends when we know we chasing after the same dollar? It's a lot of that you got to deal with. And then you got to, as women, we have to deal with, you know, men being sexual. Yeah. You know, how much to take you home. You know, what it's going to take to get you up out of here. Yeah. And then you have to deal with being in relationships. And if your significant other can stomach you being an entertainer. Oof. You know, Oof. it's a lot that comes with it. I want, I'm going to say one more thing and I want to push the conversation forward. Mm -hmm. How is the mindset of, like, how do you cut that mindset of creating that fantasy while you're there for that individual that you gonna pay you and then cutting that off when you out of that area and stop creating fantasies for other people. Yes. So there's a thin line and sometimes it does get blurred. Yeah. You know, 100. But at the same time, I pull up to the parking lot in my car. I'm coffee. Okay. When I jump out that car and I step into that building, I'm Gigi. Yeah. And you have to learn the difference and know the difference. Yeah. You know, yeah, like we're that. actresses essentially. Yeah. You step yes. into your role. <laughs> You put on your costume. Talk that talk. You get your hair, your face done, your makeup. You slap on the glitter body oil or whatever you're going to do. Yep. You put them, I like to call them crystal clears, on your feet. <laughs> yeah. And and you turn into that person. You yeah. turn into that persona. You turn into that alter ego. And then when the lights is up, you know what I used to do? <laughs> this is what I used to do. Talk to me. Talk to me. I used to get in my car and take my lashes off and stick them on the dashboard. It was over after that. Once I took them <laughs> lashes off... I'm done. done. Now it I'm back done. to coffee. Okay. Gigi is asleep. Okay. And, and, and now I'm back to coffee and I'm about to go home and wash all of this off of me and we're going to live to see another day. As the business owner now of the pole dancing studio, mm -hmm. are you getting people saying, oh, do you still strip? Do you still yeah. woo woo? Mm -hmm. and, and are they taking you serious as a business owner at that time? So because the business that I chose to transition into was so close to what yeah. I did, yeah. um, there was again a blurred line but at the same time um i was respected as an entrepreneur okay, because not only was i running this business and and literally there every single day hands-on teaching classes and so forth i um i was i was giving back in a way okay and and I taught more than just, I taught more regular women more we like to call them civilian hoes yeah. <laughs> i taught more civilian hoes than i taught stripper hoes yeah you know um the, the strippers feel like i'm i'm doing all right without these pole tricks mm -hmm. i can you know i'm a two-stepping stripping ass bitch and i'm gonna stay in my lane yeah yeah i had the women who were lawyers and teachers and bank tellers and and nurses and they wanted to not only do it as a form of fitness but they wanted to pull that sexy alter ego mm -hmm. out of they, them they that they okay. didn't know they had I like that. Yeah. so i was respected in that way yeah and also for Getting it out the mud. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I wish I could have kept my studio. If things were differently and I had stayed in Atlanta, then it would probably still be. So you uh, closed it because you, you left? I, yeah. Okay. So there was some scandal, you know? Scandal. Scandal. <laughs> there was some scandal. And um, the scandal ended up with um, the boyfriend finding out of about all of my dirt that I was doing behind mm. closed doors. Gotcha. There was some backstabbing and betrayal that okay. happened. And this caused him to say, the only way our relationship can continue is if you move to New York. Okay. We can't do long distance anymore. All right. So 
again, you moved to New York. I made a decision. Wow. I moved here to That's New big. York. That's big, okay. So we go from the Platinum Amex to the 5,000 square foot home. All right. And, um, you know, I lived as a housewife. Yeah. I, 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 I was on vacation. My life was a vacation and every day was a holiday. Peep game, though. You going, okay, I'm going to call the strip club excitement. You was working. Yeah. But I'm going to call it excitement. You go from that level of excitement to a housewife. Mm -hmm. Mentally, was you was you cool? Was you good? Was I you was. Missing I was or? on vacation. Listen, I needed a break. <laughs> I've been working since I was 13. Okay. I needed a break. Yeah, yeah, I was here yeah, for that break. Yeah, there right. was a lot of break Yeah, <laughs> for, okay. for some years. All right. Um, but but Gigi, your hand won't itch and like yo, I, I got to have the so I still taught. mentality never I still, leave. I still taught. Okay, cool. I still taught, right. and for the first two years after leaving Magic City, I still danced as a feature. Okay, so I would get booked by Stadium right. or Onyx in Philly, or you know yeah. this club here, that club there, G Five in Miami. Okay, and yep, they would pay yep. me to show up. And I would come and do my show. I would collect my coin. Yeah. And I would go on about my business. That's phenomenal because now a show comes out, P Valley, mm -hmm. right? And a dude like me, I'm glued to the joint. I'm like, oh, I'm that's glad what to they hear do. that. That's what they doing back then. That's Real what's quick side note, I'm so yeah. glad to hear that you watch what? and enjoy P Valley because yeah. I'll ask men if they know about P Valley if they watch, and the first thing they say, I ain't watching that gay shit. Man, and I'm like, lying. it's thirty strippers on there with they, ass and titties, and you lying. don't want to watch yeah. the ass and titties because it's two gay people. Fast forward, a gay person about, and a half. Yeah, fast forward through what's about to happen, yeah. and then you can continue with this story because it's, it's a great storyline. Story. The storyline is crazy. But tell a lot of people what they don't know or what they may not know what about What you P may not know about P-Valley is that my strip career inspired the storyline. That's crazy. For the main character and both main characters, actually. I tried my best when we get to know each other not to talk about it for yeah. this moment right here. Because <laughs> I want this, this yeah. juice right yes, here. Yes, yes, that's yes. crazy. Yeah, like, it is. Did they approach you? Did they say, hey, no. tell me why? No. Right. So basically, um, I was living here in New York when... P-Valley was being created. Okay. Um, the girls who I danced with on stage at Magic City, we were called the Snack Pack. Okay. And um, we were Magic City's featured pole group, mm -hmm. stage crew. So we would go, they would literally shut down the rotation, and then we would go on stage at the same time every night, 12 o'clock and 2 o'clock. Oh, wow. And um, when they came to Magic City looking for dancers to be background for extras for P-Valley, um, the two girls that were... We call my Kelly and Michelle, the other snack pack members. They actually got hired to be background dancers. Because you're the Beyonce. I'm Beyonce and Strip. <laughs> okay? It's given, it's given nobody does it better. Okay? It's given you see my crown yeah. to this day. Um, but so what my friends being, and there was also another uh, another girl who worked at Magic City with us as well. Okay. Who they're all still currently, and thank God the strike is over because they get to it's go back over. to work for it's season three. To get back to but they got hired and casted as a background and then up, upgraded to real actresses. Okay. And they have, you know, speaking roles and everything. So um, I get the call from them, like, yeah. oh, it's this show about strip, and we got hired, and da da da. I'm still living here in New York, yeah, doing okay. lip service. Okay. And then um, fast forward shout to out lip service. shout out the lip service. So fast <laughs> forward to it comes out. Yeah. And I'm watching the show, and I'm like, first episode. Last dance. Something looking real familiar right now. <laughs> they get on stage. It's the trilogy. They doing our signature pole tricks. I'm like, mm -hmm. 
all them nights uh she leaves wherever she was from in texas and 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 gets washed up in the storm yeah. i came to atlanta the day of met the day of Hurricane Katrina. Wow. I came to Atlanta in Hurricane Katrina. Wow. I wasn't from New Orleans or running from Hurricane Katrina. Right, right, but right. just as a coincidence, the day that I got to Atlanta was August 29, 2005. Google it. Hurricane Katrina. That's crazy. Um, I was running from an abusive relationship. Okay. I came to Atlanta because a man that I was dealing with tried to take my life. Oh, wow. What was Autumn Knights doing? Mm. Running from that man that was trying to take Absolutely, her life. Yeah. That was beating on her. Yeah. Um, she had a daughter. I had a daughter. Of course, my daughter is still alive. But um, and she got hired when? Amateur night. Yep, amateur I got hired night. at Magic City. Amateur That's night. Crazy. Now moving on to Mercedes, she was the HBIC of the club. She was. Her whole storyline is that she wants to have this last dance. Yeah. She is the head of this group called the Trilogy. I was the head of a group called the Snack Pack. It was three of us. That's crazy. Um, she took her last dance money and did what at the end of season two? Pole Opened studio. up a pole studio. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She did. Yeah. That's crazy. So now I always get asked, well. Did they ask you for permission or do you feel like they owe you something or, you know, any of those questions? Just, I want to answer, answer that one. Do you feel like they owe you something? They don't owe me what nothing. What your feelings is like? They don't owe me nothing. Okay, all right. They don't owe me nothing. You all know right. why? Because for so many years, I started dancing at the age of 20. Okay. I'm 44 right now. All right. Even to this day, I have Magic City logo in my sleeve. And I wear it proudly. Okay. You see that? That's I fancy. See it. Yeah. For I those of y'all that don't know, her name is fancy. Okay. So i I am twelve years removed from Magic City. I'm ten years removed from anybody's stage. Okay. But I will forever be Gigi McGuire, the stripper from yeah, Magic City. Yeah. I will forever be known as that. I don't care if I move on to be a heart surgeon. I still was a stripper and that's yeah. how people know me and people will forever know you cannot erase that. That's a permanent stain on yeah. my life. And I welcome it. Right? Okay, that's all But at the same you. time, for all of those years, until Peabody, until strip became something that's not so taboo these days, yeah. until it became mainstream, I was frowned upon for how I got my money. Mm. I was called a whore for how I got my money. Mm. People looked at me as dirty, or they thought I was a prostitute. Stick when I told them I was the dancing, yeah. they, 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 in their mind, I'm sucking dick in the corner for $40. Yeah. Never have I. Yeah. Never will I. Yeah. But for so many years, strip has been talked down upon women who decide to use their beauty in their brains to make a buck mm -hmm. have been looked down upon because we chose that path. Yeah. P. Valley has finally put us in a light where people understand that we are everyday women. We are yeah. mothers. We are educated. We are homeowners. We yeah. are business owners. Yeah. Before we decide to take our money, to get our money by taking our clothes off, we wake up as a black woman or a woman in general. Yep. So P Valley is showing a different light on what you say. This is how it go down. Yeah. This is how it goes down. Yeah. They show a light on that that you didn't see in Hustle and Flow. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. They show a light on that that normally when you see a, a dancer, she's drug addicted. She got a pimp. She don't take care of her kids. She don't respect herself. So yeah. she does not get respected in return. Mm -hmm. But the light is finally shown on the positive part of strip. It's it's just entertainment, baby. You grown adults. Yeah, it's dinner and a movie. Yeah. You can go to Magic City to get some wings and see this ass clap. Listen. And you wanna enjoy yourself. I've and you wanna go back home to your wife. <laughs> Point blank period. The mentality of what you've learned from all those years, how are you using that or laddering that over to your entrepreneurship world, your businesses, your books? We're gonna get into that as well. But the mindset of how you <laughs> Loud on that over. So the money has forever been the motivation. Mm -hmm. The reason why I started dancing was the money. Okay. Everybody has their story. 
Every woman that you meet in a strip club or that has danced and you ask them, how did you get started? It starts with a story. My friend's story is I was working at Starbucks and I was broke. Mm. My story was I was homeless and I had a two-year-old to feed and I need to figure it out. Yeah. You know, Um, everybody has their own path of how they got there. And with, but the bottom line is that the money was the motivation. Mm-hmm. No matter what you had plans on doing with that money, you needed that money. For sure. And you knew that at this point in your life, you was willing to do this to get the money. Yep. And when I started Pole Fanatics, um, right now I'm on OnlyFans. I have goals of opening a restaurant. I have this last dance that I'm re-releasing. Yep. I have a book in the works. The yep. money is the motivation yep. still. Yeah. So, um, again, I have no formal training. I've never been to business school. I've never sat in on any type of classes. But what I learned in strip throughout my years in strip is that you have to do it yeah. in order for it to get done. Yep. Yep. And if you don't do it, somebody else will. I think our mentality is very similar, right? Obviously, I ain't been no stripper. I ain't been no male stripper. I think I could do it. I think I could do it real easy. I'm not, no, Come on, bro. Magic Mike. It's too easy for me. I just stand up there, hit it with a look. But anyway, so what? <laughs> with the shoulders, right? But the mentality is there. I just got to get it done. So I barely graduated from high school. I ain't. Go, I went to college for maybe about a couple weeks. That, went, that ain't my thing. But I just kept going up there, not going to class. You know what? But my mentality is... I just got to get it done. When it's time to eat, what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. right? And it, either I can do something illegal or I can do something for the fast money or I can do something that's going to be, you know, sustainable every day. Boom, 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 boom. Because I have to figure it out. Now, when we transition to entrepreneurship, getting businesses and all that, that takes time. Mm-hmm. But that takes a mentality where I'm going to build mental calluses where when I get told no, when I get a rejection, I can still push through it. And most people outside of us that got the formal education, they can't seem to get past those walls. Mm-mm. So speak to me a little bit about how hard entrepreneurship really is versus the glitz and glamour that people think it is. Oh, man. Everything that glitter ain't gold. Yeah. And that's the best way to put it. We make it look easy. Yeah. We make it look good. And especially in the day of Social media. Social mm-hmm. media is your highlight reel. That's it. How many of us are really posting them days where we feeling down about ourselves? Of course. How many of those of us are really posting them days that we didn't do our best? I'll tell you this, taking it back to the strip club. Everybody thinks strippers make money every day. Mm-hmm. False. That's crazy. You there just, has been times. I'm today years old and didn't know that. There has been times where I walked in the strip club and left the strip club with less money than I did when I walked in the strip club. Oh, wow. And I'm going to lay that out for you. You paying, the, first of all, you paying for a babysitter if you're a parent. Mm. You paying to get your hair done. You paying to park when you pull up. You paying to walk in the door when you get there. We pay an entry fee. A, mm. club, they, a club will call it a bar fee or a house fee. Stage rental is what it is technically. But just you're, you're, it's, like, it's like a booth rental mm-hmm. fee if you're a barber or a, a beauty uh, you know, person. Um, you get your makeup done. You get your hair done. You buy yourself something to eat. You might buy yourself your first drink. Mm. You might buy a new outfit, maybe some new shoes. Yeah, yeah. By the time you buy yourself a hookah now these days, yeah, right? Yeah. So by the time you spent all of this money, if you don't have a, if you you got to make that back before yeah. you can make a profit. Yeah. What if you only make that back? What if you don't make that back? That happens. 
But how many girls is, is really getting online talking about those nights? Not yep. many. Yep. You're going to get the girls that swimming in the pool of money because Drake then came in there and threw 50 bands. Yeah. But you're not going to see the night that they came in there and left with $50. And yeah. that happens. Yeah. That happens more than we think. Mm. So, again, you see that highlight rule and you think that everything is just this, this lit. Yeah. No, we get dark sometimes. That's crazy. <laughs> it get dark sometimes. Now that's crazy because when people transition from corporate to entrepreneurship, they don't realize every two weeks that money ain't coming. Mm -mm. If you ain't working, you ain't eating. Mm -mm. If you, you ain't gotta, working, you ain't eating. You got to beat your feet to eat. That's a strip club <laughs> saying. If you don't beat your feet, you ain't eating. And what Yo, I mean real. by that is you got to walk up to every single person in that club. Yeah. You you don't know who what he look like. You don't know what's in his pocket. You don't know what he's swiping. Yeah. But you know this. If you don't talk to him, you ain't never going to know. know. If you don't approach that man, whether he look like he want to be approached, whether he look like he got the eye for you or not, you got to take that chance. You got to gamble. You gotta roll the dice because guess what? A closed mouth ain't never gonna get fed. Are you a so gambler you, with your with your businesses that you open up? Because that's a gambler's mentality, which I got. Like I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm gonna shoot it. You know what I mean? So are you like that with with business opportunities? I have been known to not turn down too many checks. Let's okay. just say that. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. If it makes sense. No, if it makes now, sense. Now, if it don't make sense, then of course I'm not gonna involve myself. But if I see a win, and it might not be an immediate win. Yeah. But if I see a win long term down the future, if I see a win, if it's a no brainer, okay. then I'm definitely gonna shoot my shot. So Peep Game, you got a book about to come out? Yes. Talk to me about it. This and what's book, the inspiration behind it? Yes, my life. Of course. So I have so many stories. I quote myself as being a superhero, and my superhero quote is: "I have done the impossible. Mm -hmm. I have." seen and done things that people could never believe or only in their dreams yeah. and I am always willing to help a friend or anyone in need and that's what makes me a superhero that's I will give you the shirt off it's been done people have seen it yeah. I will give you the shirt off my back and, and, and figure it out on my that's own good. I've done yeah. this literally yeah. I've done this I was manager of a strip club and the girl couldn't find her clothes and I literally took my shirt off and was like here girl go home and go home go go home you'll be alright wow Um. so with that being said me personally, we got a title. You got a title already. Yes, insatiable. Okay. So I have been through so much, and when you hear my stories, um, or somebody tells you, "Oh, I know this girl who went through this," or "I know this girl who went through that," or "I I heard about this happened to this girl," and you don't see me, and mm -hmm. you don't meet me, and you don't see this, you would think, "Damn, this girl probably fucked up. <laughs> this girl probably is beat down, battered, yeah. broken, bruised." Yeah. But then you see me, and you like, "How? Yeah. How did that create this?" Yeah. So that's the premise of my book. It's on a mental health standpoint okay. of I've seen and done so many things. I've experienced death. I've been homeless. I've been broke. I've been beaten literally mm. I've, my life has been in danger multiple times by the hands of men and just different situations that I've allowed myself to be in mm. I was a drug mule at 19 I almost oh, wow. died with heroin in my stomach like it's so many things that I've overcome and so many obstacles that I've overcome so I'm telling this story right yep. with a little razzle dazzle of the celebrity influence because that's my life okay now here we are it's a secret society all we ask is trust yep, so it's yep. not gonna be on no superhead shit good but i'm telling my truth and if this person just so happened to be a part of that story i might not say his name but you might be able to figure out who figure i'm talking about yeah, but i'm only proof. telling my truth yeah right um flip that into 
the mental health aspect of you never know who you can help. Yeah. You never know who you can inspire. Mm-hmm. You never know who might be going through something similar to what you've experienced and they're at a crossroad and trying to figure out where to go. Okay. If you can help that person get on the right path, then no, you're a winner. Are you, are, you, are you starting to be an advocate for battered women and are you looking I to feel speak like that's at coming. Certain, yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like to that's your coming. story, I think that should be what, I, I, what's I feel next. Like, I feel like that's coming. Um, I've been in... Um, Multiple situ- I'm not gonna say a multiple abusive relationships because it wasn't. I don't want the people to get the wrong context of okay. what I experienced. Okay. But I've had hands put on me by multiple men. Let's just say that. Okay. And um, in different sequences, in different ways, in different situations. But my life was at danger twice. Was in danger twice. Oh wow. And um, I just literally just made a post today, uh, an interview that I did, and someone was in the comments and he asked me because I mentioned that I started dancing because this man tried to take my life. And um, I mentioned in the conversation, I'm sorry, in the comments, he's like, something about do I blame what happened to me with that man on what happened to me after being with that man? And no, Mm. I don't. We are in control of our circumstances because there are consequences to every decision that we make. I agree. So I would never say I blame this man for that. I blame this person for that. I blame my parents for this. I blame my daddy for that. No, Mm. I'm going to blame me. Yeah. Because I am in control. Even as a child, you know, you are in control of your decisions. You are in control of what you put your mind to. Um, so I've always been in control and I'm going to continue to be in control. And I think that in this moment, I think that is what has gotten me so far. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That is what kept me pushing that in my child. I, you know, yeah. her father died five days after her second birthday. So okay. it's always just been me and her. She's my only child. And she has been the motivation for me to make the money, the motivation nice. because I, I, I was all she had. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I'm telling you, Gigi, that's next. Being an advocate for battered women, speaking on those stages telling your story because just like you said you never know who you can inspire and just mm-hmm. if it's just one person one person you is did your job me. yeah you know what i mean yeah women see that and it's so terrible but it still it happens that women see that as a form of love and i saw it as a form of love yeah in the beginning yeah you know it was oh he's jealous because this guy tried to talk to me or he's jealous because i got my hair done and i'm cute today <laughs> or you know so he slapped me around a couple times yeah, he messed my crazy. hair up yeah you know it starts there mm. and then he pushes the air conditioning unit through the window and wakes you up with a knife to your throat Ooh. okay okay that's my that's... daughter saved my life that night oh wow we got to fighting he cut the phone cord he pushed the refrigerator down it was a whole lot happening mm. In the commotion, my daughter woke up and walked into the room, and he saw her, and he crawled his ass right out that same window that he crawled into. Oh, wow. And I left that apartment in that moment with my clothes on my back, my two-year-old, three-year-old child in a diaper bag, and I never looked back. Wow. I became homeless at that point. Yeah. But I was here, and so Mm -hmm. was my child. See, it's that right there that could help somebody else hear the strength in you. And then give them the strength to leave whatever situation. So I think that's next for you. But you got a restaurant you about to do too. Or, well, let's speak that into fruition. You, you about a restaurant you about the, to do the too. The restaurant is my ultimate goal. You know how people like, when you see something five years, when you see something five Gigi, you not scared to do a restaurant? No. You know what they say about restaurants, I know, right? especially in Atlanta. All right. I yeah. know. As long as you ain't scared to I'm do a restaurant. Scared. Okay, cool. I'm right. not scared. All right. I ain't scared of nothing, honestly. All right. 
I'm not scared of anything. Up. I don't from, get nervous. From? I'm from Philly. I'm a John. You hear me? I'm an uptown John. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how long I've been in Atlanta. I'm an uptown John for life. Yeah, yeah. I don't even like Philly, but I love that place. <laughs> I'm from there. Your restaurant is going to be inspired by what? And what will the cuisine be? My mother. Okay. May she rest in peace. R.I.P. I lost my mother six years ago, and literally a year ago, August 28th, was her birthday. I lost my father. Mm. My father died on my mother's birthday. Wow. I just dealt with the anxiety and the the, the grief depression that I experienced on that one-year anniversary. I just went through that. I'm just getting out of that, literally. Yeah. Um, My mother was... Big Mama, Medea, she was just everybody's everything. Yeah. You know, she was definitely the matriarch. She was, she cared in a way that most people don't. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of that from her. Um, she also was very health driven. She was like a herbalist. So okay. growing up, we ate dried fruit, trail mix, cut chocolate covered yogurt covered raisins and and i didn't have fast food as a child every meal was cooked at home i can remember going to tgi fridays for a graduation once Mm. like that's the only restaurant memory i have as a child yeah um and my mother always had a hot plate uh her door was always open and there was always something to eat and somewhere to sleep that sounded like she knew what she was doing she did Woo. So the cuisine, people like soul food, comfort food. Yeah. It's it's love food. Okay, love Because food, okay. love is the main ingredient. Right. You know, food is a transfer of energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is why I don't eat. I got roasted when I went on the breakfast club and said that the whole Applebee's thing. Like, a, a guy took me to Applebee's on the first date, and I yeah. was not pleased. And it was not the monetary value. Mm-hmm. I want to be clear about that. Okay. It was not the monetary value of the food or the date. Yeah. It was. That thing's still going crazy. It was. Media. Well, yeah, and but it 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 revisits, it comes yeah. back. But it was for me. I I worked at TGI Fridays. I worked at Hands, I worked in the neighborhood pizza shops, and I see what goes on behind that wall. So the food they was, don't wash okay, their hands. They you. drop your shit and put it on the plate. Right. They sneeze over it, cough over it, talk over it, that spit makes over sense it. Now. They it's it's processed food that yeah. come vacuum sealed and frozen that they drop in some hot water to bring it back to life. I don't want to eat that. Yeah. Then you have the people that are working there and serving the food that's making next to nothing. So they're pissed off at their job. Uh, they pissed off at you because you the fifth person that didn't order the same damn plate that they sick of asking for in the back. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't like their coworkers. They don't like their job. They don't like their boss. And guess where all of that energy is being transferred and to? Your, ne- your and plate. Your nasty plate. Yeah, and your plate. Your plate. Yeah. And then you're eating that. Yeah. And now you're consuming that energy. Yeah. This is my reasoning for not eating that a lot of pieces. Okay. Besides the processed food part. Yeah. I don't eat fast food. I haven't had fast food in 15, 20 years. Okay. But besides the fact that it's just not real food. Yeah. You know, even when you go to a Chili's or whatever... Look up the look up the ingredients of a Chick Fil A chicken so, sandwich. So, Gigi, what it's, restaurant can I go to then? What, so, so here we yeah, go, right? So here I we go. go and to? thanks for stopping me because I would have kept going. No, yeah. So here we go. I, in this instance, yeah. he could have took me to Shoprite and I could have made a steak dinner. Ah, out of love. Got you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He could have took me to a mom and pop spot. That's not even a chain restaurant somewhere local that yeah. got good food that you can you know that these person these people behind this wall is is pouring love yeah, into this food. Yeah. I would have I would have liked that. You would have been straight there. I would have liked that. Okay, I, I get it now. That. I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah. Because I mean, for me, it wasn't no it wasn't no big deal. I mean, whatever. But now now will but, I eat 
Cheesecake, yes. Yeah, okay. If I'm at the mall and I'm hungry yeah. and I don't feel like, and it's traffic, it's six o'clock and yeah. it's about to be traffic and a cheesecake right there, Grand Lux inside, Phipps, yes, yeah. I'm going to eat there. <laughs> I'm going to eat there. Okay. Do I want a man to take me there on a date? No. Yeah. Will I eat there with yeah. my man? Yes, there's a difference. Big difference. Yeah. I want to be wooed. I want to be... You know, yeah. I want to have, I want to be courted. Okay. And and guess what? I'm not taking myself there if I want to treat myself. Yeah. If I want to treat myself, I'm taking myself to Chops okay. Lobster Bar. I'm taking myself to Capital Grill. I'm you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm taking yeah. myself somewhere nice. So if a man is going to do that for me, I would expect nothing but what I would give myself. I don't disagree. I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. Yeah, I don't see the, the difference. But I will I eat it? Yes. Of course. If I have to, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I want... Your restaurant to start to be, obviously you're gonna put it out there, right? Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna build it. You're gonna make mm -hmm, it a thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't want your so restaurant to be a vibe. Yes, I want it to be a, a vibe. Yes. I want, I want it to be a, a vibe. I want yeah. it to be a vibe. I want the atmosphere to feel like you at home. I want yeah. you to be comfortable. I don't want it to be stuffy. I don't want a grass wall with a neon sign. I want <laughs> it to be a vibe. I want you to walk in there and feel welcome. Yeah. I don't want you to walk in there and feel like it's a photo opportunity. I don't want you to walk in there and feel like, oh, what celebrity I'ma see. Yeah. You know. And when and when it comes to the food, I'm gonna be serving the food that I grew up eating. Good. Good. Fresh vegetables. Good. Not frozen yeah. out of a can. Good. Everything fresh made by scratch. We baking bread. That's okay. Yeah. We that's making biscuits. We making not my mama biscuits, and I'm not talking <laughs> about no goddamn biscuit. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. we we measuring the flour with the sifter, and we doing all of that. Yeah. It's from the heart. Listen, 2024 or 2025. ASAP. Listen, and let me invest. Let's do it. People don't know I'm holding. Like what I do these days, I like to invest in people. Let me tell you, that's really businesses. what I, that's really what I'm waiting on. I don't know. I, I honestly, I ain't rich. I don't got the money. They don't know I know that. I look like this, but I don't got I don't got no money to open no restaurant right now. Because if I did, real. I would. Yeah, it would already real. be a thing. Nah, but real. this is a real dream, a goal that I before my mother got sick because she died of cancer. Before my mother got sick, it was something. I have three nieces. Three. Mm. Well, two nieces and a cousin, but I refer to her as a niece just because of the, the family dynamic. Okay. So I have three nieces that are culinary professionals. Oh, wow. I have three nieces, and two of them live in Atlanta. Wow. That's fire. The third did live there for a while, but it didn't work out for her. She moved back to Philly. Okay. But I have three nieces who are culinary trained that I spoke to for years about we're going to do a restaurant. We wanted to do a food truck at first. It started mm -hmm. with a food truck. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, fuck a food truck. Let's just do a restaurant. A whole joint. The menu would be stuff that I... like. Stuff I grew up eating, fresh foods, good foods. You know, some things that, excuse me, people might be used to eating. Some yeah. things that I might be introducing people to for the first time. I have a very eclectic palate. Okay. You know, I was just, yeah. I just had caviar last night. Okay, you know excuse me, excuse you know me. And they was looking at me like I was crazy. <laughs> and they was like, it tastes a little fishy. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. it's, it's fish. <laughs> you know, but it's good. Yo, you got a lot popping, yo. Last Dance. Yes. Your book. Yes. The restaurant. Yes. Lip service, of course. Lip service. And I'm also doing my own podcast as What's well. What's the name of it? Show Me The Money. Okay. Yes, because right. I am Miss Show Me The Money. <laughs> so you, that's it. That's that's what I do. <laughs> I right here, Miss Show Me The hey, Money. This is all that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Show Me The Money. So Show Me yeah. The Money podcast. So I actually started putting it in motion. Okay. But I paused because I hosted 
Uh, so Magic City has a docu-series that is being pitched right now to all of the major networks. I'm actually on a pitch team for it, so I'm sitting Ooh, in on these meetings. Okay. And um, so there's some interest I can't really talk about, but there's some interest from some majors, and it's going to be coming in 24 for sure. That's love. Um, so not only did I interview for the documentary, I host and narrate all three episodes. Oh, that's crazy. And um, so once Man, once that call up. came no, in that up. it was going that far, yeah. I kind of put a pause on my podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I just kind of wanted to level things out with releases, mm -hmm. if you know what I'm saying, yeah, for that authentic uh, viewership no, that is sure. going to come. Yeah, but... It's looking like I'm not really sure what the date is going to be yeah. because we don't have a network yet. Yeah. But it's looking like I'm going to rev up the engine and go ahead and push start on the podcast because yeah. I'm tired of waiting. Come on, man. Yeah, we like, know the model. Just I do it. Just, just get do it, done. it. Right. I did just say that. I don't that, think right? a lot of people know how cool you are. They don't. Like you, you hella cool. And guess what? You cool. My podcast, Lip Service Shows. Yeah. Lip Service does give me a chance to express myself sexually liberally yeah. and as a woman but i am a co-host on a show that's that's guest based mm -hmm. so although i get to share i don't get to really open up the yeah. way that people would appreciate me yeah, too yeah. and i feel like doing my own show would allow people to understand my personality i'm 44 years old okay i'm an 80s baby i don't come from the social media because we was listening to r&b yes we were back in the back minutes ago i, I don't 80s come baby. from that world of putting everything out there for people to see for i sure. have a life that people if they really saw what i if i posted everything i did people would think i was obnoxious yeah people yeah. would think that i was just flexing or like <laughs> She always, she always with us. So that she of always course. backstage. Yeah, she yeah. always in the maybe. She always in the Rosewood. <laughs> and it's just like, this, this is life. my life. This is your life. This is my life. Yep. So you know, and again with my personality. I'm funny. Yeah. I'll be talking cool? my shit. No, listen, listen, you had everybody rolling back <laughs> I'll be talking it. my shit. I keep it 100. Um, you know, I'm very genuine and you can feel that, right? No, for sure. You can feel the, the genuineness in my aura. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like doing my own show will give the people what they're missing. I'm excited for When it, it comes to that I'm, part of me. I'm excited for it. Yeah. So I appreciate you coming on my show. Soon. I'm going to have you on mine. Come on, man. You know I'm going to do my First of all, we about to be business partners anyway. You so. know I'm going to do my thing and I want to be part of that restaurant. You got anything last words you want to say especially to not only your fans but to women in general to the women you, yeah i think that's a thing for you so i, I like to call you. these my gg gems all right, right? All right. so a gg gem to the women and i'm gonna look straight in the camera when i say this okay trust yourself you are enough don't put your trust in what he say what she say what they think know that what you doing is what you want to do and do it People are so, especially with the, the social media and, and the internet life that we live, people are so stuck on what other people are going to think. Live your mm -hmm. life for you. Mm -hmm. Live your life for you and live in your truth. Mm. Because mm. there's so many people putting on a facade. It's so much smoke and mirrors. Yeah. And I live in Atlanta. A-T-L-A-N-N-A. Yeah. <laughs> so I live in Atlanta. You know Atlanta. about the smoke and mirrors. I know about yeah, smoke and mirrors. Out there. I know about, I see firsthand smoking mirrors on a regular basis, which is why I don't leave my house unless it's work related. Yeah. I be on my couch with my dogs naked in a row. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's where you can find me. If you're looking for me, I'm on the couch <laughs> with the dogs. Find it in some slippers. Gigi, I appreciate you. Yes. You cool. If y'all didn't know she was cool, I keep saying it because she cool. Catch this episode and more. 
every Wednesday. That's E-R-R. Every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you don't fool this episode, you don't fool me. I'll holler. Cheer. Thank you. <laughs>